day everybody and welcome to Kamustahan with Pedro once again and uh, thank you for all of you who have uh, subscribed to my YouTube channel, uh, like this page and also listening to our podcast. Everything is on the link below but this very day we would be talking about conquering life's battles and I have a very good friend of mine here. I don't know if you're familiar with her but uh, she will introduce herself by and by and um, thank you very much also for those of you guys who have been commenting, who have been sharing uh, our videos and for those of you who wants to be the next guest for this live also feel free to comment below or message us in this page. But without further ado, I'm gonna give this to my special guest here and she will introduce herself to you. Take it away, Raleigh. Hi everyone, good afternoon. Um, magandang hapon, maayong hapon sa inyong atanan. Uh, my name is Raleigh. Uh, I am from Filipino, Ilongga by heart. And I'm currently residing here in uh, Subang Jaya in Selangor, Malaysia. Um, please um, bear with me kung nag-English ako or mas um, uh, prefer ko yung pag-English kasi um, I have been speaking English for quite some time now and I can easily express myself in English but uh, I will try my best na mag-Tagalog at gamitin na ating sariling wika. Um, Ako po ay na-excite na makasama kayo at makipagkapihan at makipagkamustahan kasama si Pedro. Um, kaklasiko po siya nung nag-aaral ako ng kolehiyo sa college sa Central Philippine University at um, uh, matagal kami hindi naging magkasama or magkaklase. Pero um, tingnan nyo naman, magkasama kami ngayon at makipag-usap at andito para makipagkamustahan din sa inyo. So, I'm married now with my German husband. I am a full-time housewife. And what I do is, um, ako po ay isang um, panaderia or panadera dito sa Malaysia. I have decided to start baking ilonggo uh, bread and uh, share them to our fellow kababayans. At the same time, I'm also a plant parent. Um, sharing my tips and knowledge to all plant enthusiasts out there. So, thank you very much for um, spending time with us today. All right, there you have it. Wait, I'm just going to turn on my video. And, uh, yeah, Roland, it's really great, like, you've got, like, new ways there na <laughs> to spend your time. I know uh, it's hard to just stay at home without doing anything. Pero, um, yeah, could you tell us more about what, what you're doing, like, how did that pandaderia stuff and a plant uh, stuff happen? Yeah, plant parent uh, happened, or what came to mind when you when you had that like that stuff? So, you know. so um, I have left Iloilo uh, year two thousand fourteen. I was working with a, a BPO company, and I got an opportunity here, dito po sa Malaysia, at dun po nagstart ang buhay ko dito bilang um, OFW. Um, and, um, uh, nung nagka-MCO, uh, hindi madali yung 
nasa bahay ka lang at um, nung nag-asawa ako, ang dami kong mga natutunan at maraming um, pinakita ang Panginoon sa akin na mga maliliit na bagay na hindi ko napupuna nung dalaga pa ako. Like staying at home, pagbabasa ng libro, pagluluto, kahit na pag-aayos ng mga gawaing bahay. It was not a delight on me. It was rather just like an obligation that I need to do and I need to finish like a task in the morning or in the day. But um, God changed my heart, praise God, nung nakapag-asawa na ako. Um, pinakita sa akin ng Panginoon na um, hindi lang pagtatrabaho yung purpose natin kung bakit tayo nabubuhay. Um, higit sa lahat, nung nakilala ko ang Panginoon, um, tumubo yung burden sa puso ko na mag-share ng salita ng Panginoon. Una, sa asawa ko, sa mga trabaho ko, at pati na din sa mga kapitbahay at um, sa mga taon na sa paligid namin. Um, hindi madali kasi andito kami sa isang lugar na ang um, relihiyon or ang kanilang paniniwala ay um, hindi katulad sa paniniwala natin. Pero, um, pinakita ng Panginoon na um, hindi siya bias pero um, Nakita ko yung opportunity na gagamitin ako at gagamitin na kami ng Panginoon para ma-share yung salita niya dito sa Malaysia. Um, yun nga yung parati kong sinasabi, be wise as a serpent and be gentle as a dove. Um, ito kasi yung nagiging um, living Bible ng, ng mga tao. Hindi nila nababasa yung Biblia, pero the way you live your life um, bearing the fruit of the Spirit, um, gentleness, kindness, love, patience, self-control, and care, doon nila nakikita na, oh, bakit iba yung buhay niya? At um, doon ako nakakaroon ng opportunity na ma-share ang salita ng Panginoon. At um, hindi madali especially um, ako dati hindi naman ako ganito kung si Val niya magsabi um, um natutuwa siya na na nagpapatuloy ako sa 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 Panginoon and um what i can say is um apart from God i am nothing and apart from him i don't know where i am right now so Um, during the MCO, I was really praying to God kasi isa po ako sa mga libo-libong Pinoy na nawalan ng trabaho. Um, gawa na din po ng mga um, pangyayari, uh, COVID, tapos may mga internal uh, merger na nangyari sa uh, opisina namin. At uh, unfortunately, isa po ako sa grupo ng mga na-layoff. Pero sabi ko sa Panginoon, Lord, i-open mo yung puso ko at saka yung isipan ko. Ano yung magiging purpose ko ngayon? What's next? At doon ko nakita na um, pagtatanim at saka pag itinapay o paggawa ng tinapay, ginagawa ko siya as my meditation towards God. At um, isang kaligayahan sa akin na ma-share ko yung pagkain, yung tinapay na nagagawa ko everyday. Hindi lang sa asawa ko, hindi sa mga security guards, sa mga cleaners, sa amin. Um, libre po binibigay ko sa kanila kasi um, hindi madali yung trabaho nila at uh, isa, yun yung, isa, isa, isa yun sa mga um, commitment ko na ma-share ko sa kanila yung um, pagkain na tinapay na niluluto ko. Um, isang bagay din na natutunan ko sa pag-aalaga ng tanim at saka sa paggawa ng tinapay ay pasensya. Pasensya at um, papano pahalagahan yung oras na Um, it takes patience to have 
a wonderful bread and it takes patience for a plant to grow and they take time to grow on its own and you don't have to rush anything. Um, beautiful things um, takes time and uh, yun yung natutunan ko dito. Um, transition moment from being single to becoming a married person um, from a full-time uh, 9 to 6 uh, worker or corporate executive now full-time housewife. Um, Napaka-exciting po. Every day nagigising ako and I'm like, Lord, what's next? Ano? Pero hindi ako finifeel ni Lord. Parate araw-araw may tinuturo siya sa akin at araw-araw meron akong chance or meron siyang pinapakita sa akin na worthy to be praised of at binabalik ko lang lahat ng pagpasalamat sa kanya. Wow, that's really like uh, an awesome uh, thing there. We're just starting, guys. All right, so don't don't uh, don't be uh, uh, may, uh, like be uh, excited so much because Ralin here has a lot, a lot to say. I know. So um, going to our topic this very uh, very time, uh, Ralin. No? Uh, first, we had here conquering life's battles. I know it's really timely. It's timely to to have this. Uh, Oh, keys here. It's it's timely to have this uh this uh, topic that we have. So when you say the word conquering, all right, to to conquer something, Ralino, what what comes to mind or any any situation maybe you could relate to like conquering something or like the word conquer. Just this. What what what's 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 hap What what do you think is like uh, your insight on like conquering? Conquer one word lang yung pumapasok sa akin, Val. Overcome. It has something to do with fear and uncertainty. And wow. why? And then when you say, yeah, I know it's fear and excited, uh, uh, fear uh, that, that comes with it. But like if you put it with life's battles, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's one way to just conquer like little stuff in your life, little problems. But life's battles, it's, it's not just like the one-time deal, but it's an everyday thing. What comes to mind when you say uh, conquering life's battles? So if I'm going to apply it in um, life or application, conquering life's battle is like overcoming your... Um, fear and um, knowing that some, some, something within you is capable of doing something but you just don't know yet. Alam mo yung um, akala ko hindi ako papasa sa exam or akala ko hindi ko kayang mag-present or akala ko hindi ko kayang tumayo or hindi ko kaya mag-travel na ako lang mag-isa, but then you're able to do it. But then unknowingly na on the process, parang tulala ka, tapos parang, but then you are just taking step, one step at a time. Meron kang steps na sinusunod, tapos meron, meron kang nasa utak na sinafollow. Um, yung heart mo is like, okay, I'm ready to do it. Or like, you have that. So, so that's where I say conquering is overcoming fear. Kasi hindi mo alam kung ano yung patutunguhan or ano yung end result. Eh. But then you are taking the steps. And so that's how I understand yung word na conquering life's battle. Wow, that, that's, that's really great there. And um, 
guys, if this uh, stuff that we are talking about gives you like uh, value or you're learning something, please hit the like button and just share also this video or tag your friends. Anyway, let's go straight to the the word or the, the verse that we have for today. Uh, if you have your Bibles with you guys, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be sharing my screen here. This is about David's victories. This is from 2 Samuel chapter 8. I will be reading from verse 1 to 14. I'm just going to do this very quick and we will be, be discussing this. So in the course of time, David defeated the Philistines and subdued them. And he took Metheg Amah from the control of the Philistines. All right. So he helped Metheg Amah here. Uh, this story. Next here, David also defeated the Moabites. He made them lie, lie down on the ground and measured them off with the length of a cord. Every two lengths of them were put to death, and the third length was allowed to live. So the Moabites became subject to David and brought him tribute. Moreover, so this is the third uh, battle here. David defeated Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah, when he went to restore his monument at the Euphrates, Euphrates River. David captured a thousand of his chariots, 7,000 charioteers, and 20,000 foot soldiers. This is a lot. He hamstrung at all but a hundred of the chariot, hamstrung all but a hundred of the chariot horses. When the Arameans of Damascus came to help Hadadiser, king of Zobah, David struck down 22,000 of them. Somebody helped his enemies. He put garrisons in the Aramean kingdom of Damascus and the Arameans became subject to him and brought tribute. Here's the great thing here. The Lord gave David victory wherever he went. But let's continue to read it. So David took the gold shields that belonged to the officers of Hadadiser and brought them to Jerusalem. From Teba and Berothai, towns that belonged to Hadadiser, King David took a great quantity of bronze. When To, king of Hamath, heard that David had defeated the entire army of Adadiser, he sent his son Joram to King David to greet him and congratulate him on his victory in the battle over Hadadiser, who had been at war with To. Joram brought with him articles of silver, of gold, and of bronze. King David dedicated these articles to the Lord, as he had done with the silver and gold from all the nations he had subdued, Edom and Moab, the Ammonites, and the Philistines, and Amalek. He also dedicated the plunder taken from Hadadiser, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. And David became famous after he returned from striking down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Saul. He put garrisons throughout Edom and all the Edomites became subject to David. And the best part again, that the statement of what we are reading here, the Lord gave David victory wherever he went. So let's go to and discuss this with uh, Ralin David here. <laughs> I was like talking to my wife earlier this, this day and I was like, oh, this is really fun. Like we're going to be talking about David and Ralin's last name when she was single is also David, David there. Anyway, Ralin, um, knowing David, um, let's just first uh, discuss this. What can you say about like David's personality or when you, when you like uh, – hear the word David, uh, the name of David, really what, what comes to mind. And I believe you have been hearing that all your life because of your last name. <laughs> but what, what comes to mind when you hear, hear the word, uh, hear the name David? Um, well, funny thing is when I was single and um, when I was new in my faith, um, 
I, I really uh, knew David when I was attending Vacation Bible School, when, you know, pastors would come over into our place um, to share God's word. And there would always have this story of a young boy, a shepherd boy, who takes care of a flock of sheep and uh, he became king and then he conquered a lot. And then apart from it, he's actually a creative artist by heart. He plays the, flu uh, the, the, the harp and he is a poet by heart as well. And um, as I mentioned, when I was early on my faith, um, a pastor said to me, oh, your last name is David. You know that David is the, um, Jesus Christ came from the line of David. So you have to claim it and you have to say to yourself that whatever happens, either in good times or in bad times, you have to say, I am the granddaughter of King David and I am able to do whatever um, God has uh, in store for me today, tomorrow, in the future, and I will look up to King David, you know, um, as my biblical model or hero. And um, during the course of my years, um, you know, you tend to contemplate, uh, <clears throat> especially when I'm turning my birthday, I would always have that remember remembrance of king david and i will always go back to his psalms like teach us how to number our days so that i will gain a heart of wisdom and um always like in awe that david if you see him he's short he's short person he's very jolly and he has um he's like if i really visualize him he's um he likes to be, he doesn't mean like he likes to be alone, but he likes his company of himself together with his flock. And um, as a young boy, he's very curious. And um, he never, um, he, I have the feeling that David's heart is always with God, even though it was not said to him before. Mary Shang child, childlike heart that is willing to obey no matter what. And I've seen him done that or do that over and over again by following the instructions of his human or biological father, David, you know. And in the real life, if you ask me, um, I am more into my father. I was always called that I am Tatai's father's eyes. And um, um, I kind of relate to David into that. Um, one thing that I see for his personality is um, he never think of himself short and yet he knows that in whatever roles he is going through, whatever phases of his life, he knows that it is actually designed by God and it's actually not on his own timing or hindi siya na, oh, pag nag-35 ako, I will be the king or oh, pag nag-25 ako, tapos na ako sa pagiging shepherd, I'll move on to another role. No, it was not like that. And so I I find that character from there, from David very, very special and so that's how I see him, and that's how I look up. I look, I look him as a as as an individual. Wow! I hope that um, answers your question. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was really great, and I and I'm like um, convinced that this message 
more than just a message of God for, for me or for you. It's, it's also for somebody out here, maybe you could relate to what David's uh, life is. Uh, the first thing that I, I've seen here in David's life, he was neglected. Imagine that when Samuel went to their house, he wasn't there. His father didn't recognize. He was on the field working. And then here comes him again. Like he was just delivering sandwiches to, to, to his brothers. And then the Lord has called him them and then so on and so forth. And the rest was history. But we will be reading here like the, the battles of David. David now, this is really like a reality time for him. I believe that God has promoted him to, to a place uh, of, of uh, being a king here. And uh, this is like the chapter that explains David's uh, victories or how he conquered life's battle. So the first enemy that he had here was in the course of time, David defeated the Philistines, all right, and subdued them. And he took Metagama from the control of the Philistines. So imagine this, Ralin. We know that David um, slayed Goliath, which is a Philistine, all right? But it didn't end the battle between David and the Philistines or the Israelites and Philistines. So here's the thing. There are some battles in our life, all right, that we felt like there were really giants before. But sometimes we tend to see it like, okay, I've conquered it already, and that's it. But with the case of David here, the, this Philistines, the Philistines signify something that reoccurs, challenges him every day, challenges him being like a soldier of God. You, you, you know what I mean? I believe more than the, uh, the, the physical stuff that we're seeing here is a spiritual thing that, that's happening here. And um, maybe if, if you could see this story, Ralina, maybe you could relate to it or maybe what are those like um, enemies or like battles that you have that you felt like before you have already conquered it. But there's this like this, the enemy really likes to, to sneak in and um, you know, just once again, uh, tries us if we could still fight this battle that, that we have, you, you know what I mean? But when I was yeah. reading this, I was like, okay, I really thought that that was the end, like slaying the giant. It was the end, but no, it was a continuing battle, yeah, recurring battle that you have. So could you like explain to that or do you have insights with it? Yeah, sure. So um, for me, I see the Philistines or the enemy as, as what you've mentioned is a recurring. I had coined the term with them troublesome because it keeps on giving me trouble every time it shoots up. I'm not sure to any one of you guys, but... Um, during my um, younger years, I was having the challenge or my trouble, not trouble maybe, if you can say. You, I wanted to prove myself, you know. I wanted to be popular. I wanted to be heard. I wanted to be listened to. I wanted to get promoted. I wanted to be well-known about something you know like i really want to extend my career you know i really want that i am i want that kind of 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 how to say level that i would be one step higher than anybody else and god told me that you know um it's not about 
you all the time it's not about how much you know how much you give you know how much you think of yourself but actually it's about how you know me and i kind of like conquer that by god teaching me how to become humble and to be contented and satisfied to be joyful on whatever i have and i am right now but i have to admit and confess once in a while it comes back to me like is this really what i want to become you know a housewife say for example i lost my job and then way way back maybe if i can imagine myself in another if then story i would be like troubled i would be anxious that i really need to have a job i really need to jump into another uh, one i really need to 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 have that security that oh okay if i lost my job i have another one you know i am always that person who is two steps ahead and i would always have that plans a to z because i cannot miss not controlling or managing something that i can hold on to and so it's very troublesome to me when um you know there is no uncertainty and um i cannot see myself in the future you know what i mean like kung wala akong work ano ako so it's like i'm very troubled on that and it keeps on recurring because job is not permanent you know either one way or another you'll get promoted or you'll move to another company or you're going to get laid off but it keeps on recurring back so um that's one experience that i have and to be honest i'm still waiting for god's go signal of when to move or what to move but i'm just here <laughs> so this is now a recurring state for me <laughs> i have my philistines i have a giant in front of me but i will be staying still here right now i'm not sure if anyone in the audience or in the viewers can relate but yeah that's what i am explaining or how i can illustrate it yeah that that's that's uh, really like um a great thing to know that um sometimes we usually have to admit this kind of stuff because um, we could never know that we needed uh we need help if we don't admit it so the thing here with david though like imagine this um it was really challenging for him because not only that he he had his philistines but he had meteg ama from the control of philistines somebody they they took some someone who's also a hostage there in 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 uh in this situation but you know what rallin like may this be an encouragement for you and for me also i am having also like battles of my own but we believe like i know the the the, the more that we will get to this later there something is going to like uh, un be unlocked here and uh, the next enemy that he had all right let's go to the second uh, battle that he had here Yeah. David also defeated the Moabites, all right? He made them lie down on the ground and measured them off with a length of cord. Every two lengths of them were put to death and the third length was allowed to live. So the Moabites became subject to David and brought him tribute. When I was reading this, did you remember like um Ruth Ruth yeah. the story of Ruth right yeah. so Ruth and uh, and no 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 Naomi, Naomi right yeah they they were like from Moab right they they had like so they had like uh uh a relationship with the Moabites because they were there so 
I believe David was not supposed to do this to the Moabites, but I maybe like something happened, like maybe they have a, a, a caused trouble to the family of David. That's yes, the reason why this this happened. So as I was talking, like we were just talking now, and it's okay. Life's battles, not just in the personal side, but even in our family. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. So here, when it comes to families, Rallin, like what are those uh, life battles maybe that you could say maybe that have uh, really affected you at some point, but mm. you, you believe that God has helped you conquer uh, those battles in, in when it comes to fam family related battles? Could you share anything? Maybe not really yeah. in the detail, but like uh, anything that you have to, to add to that? Yeah. So I will be candid. Um, the thing is, um, I have a very exciting family. <laughs> and our family is uh, divided into two beliefs. I grew up um, going to Catholic um, church and um, yeah, with my, with, the, with my whole family. And um, during the course of my high school, I uh, got to know this, uh, my classmate, who is actually a pastor kid. Um, can I say the name? Say hi to Miss uh, uh, Tita Terry and Tito Edwin um, Aranya. So they started doing Bible study. Really? Um, I, I didn't know it. I didn't, didn't know it. Wow, yeah. shout out to Nang Tintin there and Pastor Edwin. Nang That's really great. I really didn't know it. Yeah. Nang, um, anyway, continue, continue. I'm sorry. Michael was my seatmate, and um, I was really, uh, we were seatmate because I'm late. So we were like, you know, when you're early, you tend to choose your own chair. And then we ended up sitting together because, you know, he's very quiet and then I'm late. And, you know, I'm very annoying. And I was just put in there. But now I, I'm very grateful that I was put next to him. And so um, they started. I was a very troubled high school student that time. Um, our family are facing um, financial and um, family crisis to the point that, um, yeah, my comfort or I would resort to um, going to school in Iloilo National High School, but um, I tend to hide all my problems by becoming, you know, becoming the comedian or the comic of the school, of the class, and I would make everyone laugh, and I don't care if everyone also make fun of me, but the comfort or the, the presence of my, my, my classmates and my friends bring comfort to me when um, I cannot find it or I cannot have it with, with, with my family. And so Tito Edwin and Tita Terry started to um, do Bible study. And then I actually found out um, the salvation and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I was like, what now? And then I really prayed with my heart. And then I came back home and then I told my mom about it. And he said, she, my mother, uh, said that um, she was actually, um, she knows about this when uh, she was still uh, single. And she was actually in Negros Oriental. They were all, um, she has a cousin who's also a pastor. And I was like, what's going to happen now? You know, 
how uh, Tatay will uh, condemn us and persecute us because we are not of the same faith and I was being threatened and fear was actually imposed to us because you know um, they were saying oh um, if you are a Baptist or uh, you know if you are doing this and that um, you know there are a lot of uncertainties because I was adolescent and so um, it came to a point also that both of my mom and my my mother and my father used during that time they don't agree up until now they don't agree on anything both of them is right and i was always torn as to who to follow and um i was praying and um by god's grace and by the prayers of the people around me especially um Nangtin and also uh, tita terry and um our um we were introduced to uh to a church in in Iloilo called Don Baptist Church of Leon and um, I became close to the Bible woman which is her name is Mom Ellen Gamarcha and she really really took time and patience on me but I was really questioning her and I was questioning God all the time like I've been serving you. You told me to follow you and take off my cross and this and that. Why are my family not okay? Why are they? Why can't they just accept you as their Lord and Savior and this and that? Up until here in Malaysia, um, so I found out that um, yeah, you cannot force you know your your faith in them, but you can only show. You know your faith in them, and just like David, um, for sure she he 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 should not do what he should do to the Moabites, right? Because his great grandma, which is Ruth, is a Moabite. But then you see here that um, actually David defeated the Moabites. So I can see here that um, well. God knows the heart of our family members, and it's not about us all the time. The big question is, how obedient are you to trust God to work on your family members? Um, still praying for um, what is happening, but what I can see here is that um, even our family can be troublesome or can be our enemy or we can have a battle with them but how do you see that battle with them are you gonna be hostile to them are you gonna dismiss them to win them or are you gonna follow god's command and instruction to love and you know show them care so that's that's how i see my personal area or my side of of this verse yeah Whew. so for those of you guys who are watching this and uh, maybe um you could say yeah i could really relate to what Rallin is experiencing here like when it comes to my family it's kind of hard to really like reach them out but you know what jesus had also had a hard time reaching out to his family even in this place in, in Nazareth, he was really despised on the, 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 the place there. But I believe God is going to do uh, something that we could conquer, like that, that kind of battle with our families too. All right, let's continue here, Alan. Thank you very much. There's really lots of insight that you have there. All right, next here is, uh, moreover, David defeated Hadadiser, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. 
when he went to restore his monument at the Euphrates, Euphrates River. David captured a thousand of his chariots, seven thousand charioteers, and twenty thousand foot soldiers. He hamstrung all but a hundred of the chariot horses. So this here, um, we could see it's like um, having they put they're gonna be like putting monument hmm. on the places where God was supposed to be God. Yeah. So this kind of like represent um not really like the literal monument, but this represents like the battles that that we face that um what do you call this one that could replace the lordship of God in our lives. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they say I, idolatry is more than just the image stuff. It's like you could make out an idol of everything. Like if this phone here is like taking my time away from God, this could be an idol. If the laptop that we have, the internet that we have, all the stuff that we have, it, it takes time. It takes our time from God. This is a, really a, like a battle. So David didn't miss that out. He said, okay, if you are making that monument there, you know what? It's not going to happen. This place is just a place for God. This place is just uh, like uh, uh, a time where, uh, a place where God must be magnified. So maybe, Ryan, could you could you like relate to this? Like maybe a situation in your life where you were you were challenged also, like especially us, like um, having this uh, uh, integrity in mind in our workplace, in our school, in the the things that we do. Sometimes there there's really like um, offers that are really great. But you really know that, oh, this could really challenge like the way I would live my Christian life. So yeah. could you could you share stories about that? Thank you very much for your great stories, Rallin. Sure. Um, my life is um, for yours to, you know, be an encouragement. And um, yeah, it's an open book because I am just saved by grace. So I have a funny story about that. Um, so I've mentioned I'm working with a company, it's an IT company, Japanese owned, but right now they have been bought. So I am working with uh, the marketing team. And um, before that, um, I really prayed to God that, you know, I said, Lord, um, if you're going to give me a job, um, give me a job that I will be able to um, be openly, you know, Christian or be openly a follower of you and not to hide it anymore, not to become a closet Christian, closet Christian. So I was like, and if it's not there, just don't give me that job. And I was doing like that. And then God gave me that job and it took me a while. I need to go back to Philippines. And then it was really like challenging me or giving me that you know, testing my patience and my trust and obedience to God that, you know, before you join that company, you need to rest for one month and no salary. Are you up to it? And I was like, okay, go. And then when I went back to Philippines, I have some challenges. Um, to make the story short, I came back and I had an interview after, like, I joined the company after six days or five days. The next Monday, I was told that my direct manager left. Or like, you know, and I was like, okay, he left. And then there was another manager who came over and God answered my prayer. She was actually a Christian. And the first one-on-one -on -one encounter with her was like, 
can we pray because I'm scared and she was like sure and so um, over my two years and a half I've been really inspired of how she handles work with gentleness and with integrity that comes from the Bible and from the Word of God and there was this story um, you know there are some Filipinos who are also in our um, you know in our workplace and um, uh, they are also not Christian before that I was um, in I was with a company who uh, is, we are just a small small people there but my boss which is a Filipino and she's also like my spiritual elder sister her name is Miss Ate Ami Kalansanan and her husband is Kuya Arwin I was really involved with you know uh, so I was I was culture shocked like oh my I was doing like how can I say they were cursing in Tagalog and I was like I was culture shocked because in my previous company, two years there, we never cursed. Like, cursing is not one thing that we practice. We only say, hi, hello, good morning. And, and here, I was exposed with different kinds of people. And they are also, like, I can hear them, you know, like cursing in English and, you know, cursing, you know, like the other nationalities, they would curse. And it's like, you know, like, in every period or in every sentence, you can count them on your fingers. And then I was, I was kind of like, Lord, I know that, you know, but when I hear my fellow countrymen resort on cursing because they are desperate of a project delayed, of their salary not coming in, of anything that is happening, and then whenever they make their sentences with a curse as an adjective and an adverb, I was like, caught in the heart I was caught off guard rather than I was like eh? and then um when we were talking you know you you know when you talk with them you you get in touch with them or when you see them every day you will kind of like get influenced right that unknowingly you will like say those words or not even in the mouth even just in your head you already said those bad words and so it was a struggle with me you know like I was like every day I would be like Lord help me that you know I won't be influenced when they talk like you know filter filter their the, filter the words that will come into my head or that will come inside my ears and then like whatever that is not pleasing just don't let me hear them so I and I and then there was one time that they were having a birthday party and then um I, I always go to office early in the morning, like my job starts from nine and I will be like 8.30 or eight there. And they were asking, why are you here? Because I used my, 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 my 30 minutes before to meditate and, you know, pray. And it has been a habit of me that I would be opening my Bible and, you know, nobody questioned me on that, but they were really curious why I'm staying early. And so, um, there was a birthday party of a Filipino and um, they were saying, nah, let's go. And then they were saying, oh, you want to go? And then I said, when will it be in Tagalog? And then they were saying, oh, it's going to be on Sunday. There will be so much fun there. We'll have barbecue. We'll have basketball. We'll have cake. We'll have beer. We'll have liquor and blah, 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 and this and that. And I was like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I cannot go. Why? Oh, Sunday, you need to go to church. Ah, uh, Okay. So 
sorry, we only celebrate on Sunday, so I guess we can't invite you anymore. But I see it in a different perspective. God actually answered that prayer of mine that, okay, Ralin, you don't have to lie to them. You don't have to compromise your faith. I will just tell them you cannot invite Ralin because between cake and beer and barbecue, she'd go to church, you know? <laughs> she'd go to church and she will, with a heartbeat, so sorry. So instead of, and then I will be ending up like, ah, kuya, or ah, ate, I'm so sorry. I see, sorry, I can't do that. How about you come to me together to the church, and then we go together, and then we'll meet up. And so um, it was not, uh, it, I find it so funny, but that's how, how I've been working with in, in my company. And uh, yeah, as I've told you, some people, we, we, I deal with different kinds of of, of nationalities and it takes a lot of respect and patience not to be pushy of your faith so that they will earn your trust and they will be open on it and um yeah um, what i have learned is be smart or wise as a serpent but be gentle as a dove showing hostility to other people and dismissing them and rejecting them because they are they don't believe God or they don't have uh, Jesus Christ in their heart. They don't know yet. If you dismiss them and if you become hostile to them and you treat them as an enemy openly, they will never come to you anymore. It will be hard for you to reach out. And as a children or a child of God, is it what? Is that what God wants us to do? You see, God sees the sins, the sinner. He loves the sinner more than and hates the sin. And he is saying that um, he doesn't, he, he sees, he sees the poor, he, he eats with the tax collector, he, 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 he accepts um, gifts from a prostitute, he, he accepts all these things that are given by those less fortunate. And if I separate myself to them, baka hindi na talaga sila makakilala sa Panginoon, Baka, baka yun yung chance na i-open ni Lord yung heart nila, you know? So, that's what my principle and upfront, I have already told my husband, this is me and this is the practice that I have been doing and you let me know if this works with you. And awa naman ng Panginoon, we have been doing that. Um, we, we, we don't curse. Um, we are still working on our family table or prayer time. Um, but I really praise God that he is actually gentle and he is, he is um, you know, gracious. He is gentle in our own weaknesses. And he knows what, our might, what, what we are capable of. But apart from it, he knows how to... You know, like a commander sa battle, alam ng Panginoon kung horse ka or king ka or bishop ka to, 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 to checkmate the enemy. And you just have to let God be the person and you are on the table and you're like, okay, I'm the pawn here, Lord. So I'm gonna act like a pawn. Oh, you are a bishop, you're gonna act like a bishop. Oh, you're the queen, you're the king, or you're the queen, right? Okay, stay put ka lang dyan. You have this kind of power, but it takes you this. So 
once you understand that and you don't be too hard on yourself but you just let god work on you let god subdue you you know i think that's what david what has Dave, what what made david victorious in 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 all this battle he allowed god to 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 rule his role so that he the people and the kingdom on his reign were able to subdue or submit to him as well wow wow, wow. that's really a lot there guys i don't know why um um we are really like uh, i believe uh, god is really speaking to each and every one of us and uh like going back to that one ralin um this is what's even strange because when when he had defeated Haradezer here mm. the arameans like of damascus came to help Hadadezer. you know what i mean like sometimes when when we have overcome that first battle that we have yeah like another enemy it comes, comes to help yeah to help that but you know what um there's, there's really like uh also amazing there so let's continue all right so to recap three things again we could see here like the philistines could represent like our personal really battles that we have the moabites could represent the family battles that we have the third thing uh, i could say is like the the marketplace like the community like the environment actually to be honest with you and really never thought of these three things just until now like we were talking and said okay lord that that's really what it is there yeah it's really awesome um let's um, continue here and we're gonna wrap up by and by uh so david took the gold shields that belonged to the officers of Hadadiser and brought them to Jerusalem from Teba and Berothai towns to belong to Hadadiser King David. Took a bronze and then he, he got here like uh, articles of silver, gold, uh, and bronze here from Joram. Like as you could see here, when you win battles, people are gonna support you. Mm. This is like an, a, a great thing here, by, by uh, a great also example here. And King David dedicated these articles to the Lord. Done with silver gold from the nations, he had subdued Edom and Moab, the Ammonites and Philistines and Amalek. He also dedicated the plunder taken from Hadadiser, son of Rehob, king of Zob. Actually, the story here was um, David uh, really desired to make the temple of the Lord. Mm. All right. Uh, so because in the previous chapters they had it, but the Lord didn't allow him to because the Lord says there's so much blood in his hands. But the thing here, like, conquering our life's battles i could see here wow this is really great yes we've conquered uh, our battles but the battles that we conquer must give glory and give praise to god this is really awesome here like he could have kept all the gold the silver you know the bronze because like, I, I conquered this battle but recognizing that it was god who fight the battles with david is like saying i will gather everything and uh, yes, I couldn't build a temple now, but my son Solomon is going to be building the temple. So it's just like bringing all the glory back to yes. the Lord. So what can you say about this, Ralin? Like, yeah, it's really like also a learning for me. Like, okay, I've, I've, I've learned how to fight these battles, concrete for one after the other. But these battles are not for my sake, but it's, it's going to give glory to God. So what can you say about that? Well, um, as I was studying here, just to give a little bit more to add to that, I was actually like writing down and you can really see that David is victorious financially in terms of the number of, of 
people, the number of servants that he has uh, collected, you know, from these enemies, the, num the, the gold, the bronze, and the silver that he gathered or was um, tri given tribute to him, he can have that. But you see, I see David's heart of obedience and trust. Number one, dun sa may um, chariots or sa, 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 sa mga kabayo, um, you can see it was 1,000. But then he killed or he hamstring or pinutol niya, binalik niya yung 900 and only kept 100 for him. Actually, if you can see, and I was googling and I was researching on it, it, it is a military tactic. But God spoke to me. David did not depend or put his trust on the number of chariots or to the number of infantry he has. For sure, pagka meron ka ng 20,000 infantry, tsaka meron ka pang 20,000 na, na batalyon. Parang sabihin mo lang na, okay, bring it on. Diba? Pagka nag-Mobile Legends ka, like, you know, like 20,000 and 22,000 what else, you know? But then, he didn't. Moabites, he actually kept a hundred and they become a servant. And like, it's a big question. So there was like, comes back to me from Psalms 20 verse 7 na sinulat ni David na some trust in chariots, you know? Let me just check it out because I don't want to. I really liked it and it says, um, Psalms chapter 20, verse 7, ang sabi niya dito is, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. I guess when, when David was in the battlefield, yung nasa utak niya lang is, I will remember the name of the Lord our God. Same goes with with dito sa silver and sa gold and sa bronze na binigay sa kanya as a tribute of all the countries na na-conquer niya. He could have been rich and he could have been like, okay, you know what, Lord? I'm done becoming your general or chief general. I will just be, you know, I, I'm gonna retire. Kasi marami, akong, marami na akong pera and I have all these Moabites who are my new servants and I can just let them work. But then it was a question of obedience and trust to the Lord. That was why he was, he was a conqueror. And in the Bible, we are told we are more than conquerors. And we are inheritance of God's eternal blessings. And what I can say is just, wow, Lord, sometimes you get a high... I don't know, maybe someone, some of you will be like, I closed a huge commission, so hindi na ako mag-work. Or like, I can boast about it. Do you know I bought this Mercedes-Benz because I have a commission and I was able to do this and that? Or maybe you can say, hmm, it was easy-peasy for me to take the bar exam, you know? Or I was like, oh, my boss let me travel all over the world because I was really smart. And King David was that, right? He was, 
first a shepherd boy, he become a musician, and then he become a poet, and then out of this, all of a sudden, he was promoted to become the king, and apart from king, by the way, you're gonna be the chief general, and you're going to conquer your neighboring, your neighboring countries, but it was his heart, it was his relationship, it's better to trust in God than chariots and horses and to put my confidence in men or in princes i'd rather trust god and so lahat ng mga na-conquer niya lahat ng mga mga um you you can see this um evidences and proof of the silver and gold and the number of infantry he didn't take any cent on it kasi alam niya sa sarili niya eh he knows from his own heart if it were me, I can. I can only take care of a flock of sheep. This is a person. This is a whole country I'm talking about. This is a troublesome giants I'm talking about. And I'm just like four inches, not four feet, nine inches, or like five inches. What am I going to do? But then he knows. He knows that actually the battle is of the Lord. And he is just asked by the Lord, stand there, wear your armor, wear your, 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 your warrior suit, claim and stand there and obey. Wag kang masisilaw of what is the product or the reward or the price. Because it's not going to be easy for sure. But you will know that I am God and I was there. Not about the might or the strength of the horses na kabayo na sinasakyan mo or, or yung, yung, yung infantry mo. It has nothing to do with that. You can have an infantry and still fail. You can have all the money in the world and still not be happy. You can have all the things that you want and still Something in your heart is saying, is this really it? Am I sure of my next step or what's next? And so if we don't consider or we don't see that, if this question also has been in your mind for a couple of days, weeks, or months during this MCO, you come across these questions, what's next? What now? Maybe it's time to... Sit down, talk to God, and say, Lord, is it really like this what you want from me? That I can conquer everything? I can have the money? I can be safe? But is it really like this? You know? And so that's what I was saying that if we allow God to rule to our role, as a married wife or husband, as a sister, as a brother, as a mom or as a dad, as a parent, as a co-worker, as a boss, as an employee, as a neighbor, you know, as a customer, as a customer service, if we always let God to rule our role, because we do have a lot of roles, right? We have multiple roles. When we, when we are in the house, I'm your wife, you're my husband. When we are outside, you I'm the customer, I'm the buyer, you're the seller, you're the, you know, um when we are in the 
in the office, I'm the boss, you're my executive, or we are the team, you report to me, I report to you. If we allow and we put into our hearts and into our minds that God actually put us there, there must be a reason for that. And sometimes we will say, why are we jumping from one job to another? Why is it that when I open my business, it doesn't succeed? Why is it that I did everything? I drink all the medicines in the world just to become fit and yet I'm gaining weight. What is it? I've already spent hours and hours and hours memorizing the spills and, uh, you know, getting familiar of all the objections of the customers and yet I don't get promoted. My work has not been recognized by boss. Then you might say, maybe it's time for you to have a heart check with God and really, really seek and ask him with all your heart, just be candid and be open to him. You know what, Lord? I'm done with this. I don't know what to do. Would you please help me? And so that's an eye opening and a revelation to me. I'm a full-time wife now. I don't know how to manage eight hours. I'm very annoying because I've been working for the past 10 years, working and working in a rat race world. And so God told me, by the way, I'm going to put you in a different role. And then what you say? The big question is, are you going to respond or not? And so the battle and overcoming or conquering life's battle is of the Lord. It is always of the Lord. And so we are already victorious. If you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you know that you are a child of God, you are more than conquerors. You already have something in store in eternal life if you don't have that maybe this is the right time to get back and say ask your heart or just be honest i'm not sure lord if i am your child and speak to me what's next god will reveal it to you for sure as how he revealed it to me and to val wow wow that was really powerful there Oh, oh, praise God. Yeah, that, like, okay. But uh, before we, we uh, I'm going to be requesting Alan here by and by to, to share a little bit more if you wanted to or like uh, proceed to, to like um, allowing you guys to pray uh, a prayer of uh, repentance and uh, submission to Jesus here. But the, the great thing here, Alan, that I have really um, seen in the verses that we are uh, seeing here is that here here's the bottom line of everything the lord gave david victory wherever he went i'm gonna read it again this is really great the lord gave david victory wherever he went this is really like an amazing um topic that we have this very day and i'm really so blessed by all the things that you were like talking and um by the way, guys, if you <laughs> want to hear Alan more, um, she's going to give you later the socials where you could uh, follow her. But um, 
uh, the, the, I know Raleen has already talked a lot, guys. And, you know, um, even my brother here, like, well, Ryan, shout out, we are right. It's like saying, oh, like, your guest is really like, who's your guest? I, said, I was like, he's, he's my classmate from, uh, it's not like I'm a schoolmate from Sipio. It's really, like, great. Anyway, this is, like, the most favorite time and a part of Kamusahan with Pedro. More than just the lessons that we have here in the Bible, I believe it's the life of Raleen that could uh, also like um, help you or testify God's God's goodness. And like, like the Bible says, we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So this is like the time I'm going to give Raleen, you, you take the floor. I know you have been uh, praying for this, preparing for this. You could uh, just share your heart out. And I, I'm, I'm really, I'm hoping that you guys who's going to be watching this or just going to be watching this on the rebroadcast or on the Facebook or in the YouTube or in the, the podcast, listening it, you would be blessed by Raleen's life message. So take it away, Raleen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I just wanted to share with you, I am Raleen David Morganrod. I'm married now, 29 years old, and I am from Iloilo, um, I am uh, here in Subang Jaya, Senangor, Malaysia, and I am a full-time housewife. So growing up, I was uh, brought up to be best in everything that I do. I need to be the best. I need to be the first. I need to be, you know, like the best among the rest. And I, I really grew up with that kind of thinking that whatever I do or whenever they say my name, I would be you know, popular enough that they would know me. And um, I, I always become like that, very competitive, very um, um, smart thinker, you know, like I always think two steps ahead of myself. And um, there also came a time that I wasn't unaware na I was actually um, developing a heart of pride and I was also boastful. Um, I was looking down on other people, um, no thinking that it's normal to make sarcasms and to joke about them. Um, if you see something bad about me, I will say something worse about you. That's always my defense mechanism, and I was brought up into that. Um, I thought it was okay until one day I questioned myself, like, why I don't have a friend? Why is it that um, I don't have a friend that stays with me and whenever I'm not there, um, people will be okay. But, you know, when I'm not there, they actually don't like me. They hated me and they say, oh my gosh, this it's her again. And then, you know, like that, I was very loud and I will always speak up my mind even if it might offend other people or I might, you know, annoy other people. I couldn't be bothered about it. Um, it has been like that, and um, uh, I, I, I went to Iloilo National High School, and that's where my journey with Jesus started. Um, I was hiding my family problems, and I was just thinking that um, I could just, you know, fake it until I make it. I don't share anything about my other, my, my family issues as much as possible. I would just um, try to change the topic. And actually deep down in my heart, every time there would be, um, um, uh, you know, like when it, it's the, the grading system or like when you have first grading and then it's time for you to check your grades or like, you know, there will be like parents 
teachers meeting i didn't have my family or my 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 family members or my parents checking up on my grades because you know um i came up into that um we were just having some family problems and i kind of get jealous with 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 my classmates who who have a very supportive uh parents who have stage mom and stage dad and they're always there whenever they need it and i don't have and i i developed a, a heart of resentment with my parents and also with my family members i resented a lot it was just a tiny thing but actually i resented the whole the whole high school and college days that I resorted on studying and being competitive, that being good in what I do, because I want to show my parents and my family that, you see, I am able to do this. I was able to conquer whatever giants are ahead of me without your help. I was having that kind of resentment and it actually went into worse that I was, I came to a point that I was packing up my things and I never went back home. Like I packed up my things and I never, like I just left home for no apparent reason. I just got fed up. Um, I, I said, hmm, my parents were never gonna come back with each other. My father will still gonna do the same mistakes he's going to do. My mother will never forgive her, him. And my mother will, you know, my mother doesn't know how to forgive and she doesn't, you know forgiveness is not in her vocabulary and she thinks she's always right and i am just fed up with this and so um i restored from one house to another um there are people who actually accepted me and um treated me like their family members and i just wanted to thank them for for being patient with me i know and i believe that god actually used them um so that I will, I, uh, I will, I will be here. Who I am. Um, I wanted to thank um, 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 Tito Anselmo, Antienza, and um, Tita Tita Jubinjoy, um, Atienza, Diana Lynn, Atienza, um, to all my um, friends and families in Buga, um, to 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 my Tita Nancy, um, Juarez um, in in Haro, Quartero. Um, also to to my cousin who is um, in Negros, um, my cousin Julian and Mama Ping um, for not looking up um, whenever I'm, I'm I'm just like you know um, I don't want to go to school I want to stop and I don't want to tell my parents about it and then um, they were just there just giving me comfort words that you know you need to strive because you know this and that and they were very patient. Um, also to my um, church members, to Tita Terry Aranya, they're like very, very close to me. And also to Tito Edwin, Tito Namanang Tin, to Tuto Mike, to Nunoy Mitz. Thank you for always being there, for including me in your prayer. Sang dalaga pa ko when I was still single. And up until now, I'm married. You've been there. You're, put, you're, you're kneeling me into the cross and surrendering my life in moments that I haven't slept or I haven't prayed. God has preserved me because someone is praying for me. Um, also for for Mom Ellen Gamarcha for being there. You know, I was really, really a bad, bad girl, lady, and 
even I looking back, I cannot even like, no, I don't want her, you know, I, I, I cannot, I cannot, um, I cannot tolerate my, my, my character. And I really praise God that um, over the year, over the course of the year, the 29 years of my existence, she ne he never failed. He has been gentle and gracious to me. And um, now I'm here in Malaysia. Now I have different roles. Now my heart was opened up of like, I was a bad lost sheep before. And God actually left the 99 so he can find me. Someone out there, you may be that sheep. You may be that person who is lost, who doesn't know what's going to happen, who resorts to drinking, who resorts to, you know, living from one house to another and don't tell anyone that where your parents doesn't know where you're living and, you know, you're just hiding and hiding. You might be that person. I just wanted to re reassure you that God actually knows where you are right now, not only physically, but God actually knows where your heart is. And he is actually after you. He's actually trying to find you. And when he finds you and when you see God, like Paul, stop running away. Just go back like, like that prodigal son. Go back to God and he's actually waiting for you outside the gates. He is longing to embrace you. I have pride. I have resentment. And it took me here in Malaysia. It took me here in Malaysia to develop my spiritual faith with him. I have different, I've, 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 I've met and encountered different kinds of people who treated me like I'm their own sister, I'm their own sibling. And so I wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you to Ate Ami Kalansanan and um, to Kuya Arwin Kalansanan, to Kuya JP Montano, to my, they are my housemates. And um, they saw me at my worst. And I know that they never gave up on me, just like how God never gave up on me and to them as well. Thank you to Pastor Ronald Longos and to Atilen Longos, to Tito Titus and Tita Beth Laksa, who, who have been there and who has never get tired of helping over these Filipino workers here in Malaysia. Thank you so much. I also wanted to say thank you to, to, to my family churches here, First Baptist Church of Subang, to uh, CCFKL, and to KL Baptist Church. Um, without the fellowship with them, I don't know where I am right now. Um, so if you are like me, who thinks that you've over, you know, you've conquered everything and you've already set up everything, and then you kind of like question if this is it and what's next. And say, for example, yes, you are a successful executive, you're a successful person, but then you are not sure what yourself is. Maybe actually you just have to sit down and just have a business meeting with God. Maybe God will open up to you and um, everything that you have right now, everything that you are encountering right now, it's not an accident. 
it's not an accident that you are here. It's not an accident that you are feeling that. Actually, maybe it's a sign or a signal that God is actually wanting to say, hey, I'm here. You know, don't, um, don't think that it's too late with God. With God, there's no too late or too early. And so if you feel that you can relate to my life, that there might be resentment in your heart towards your family, towards your co-workers, towards your friends, or towards your husband, or towards your wife, that you think you cannot forgive a person, you think that there's no hope. Maybe if you close your eyes and you see, Lord, I'm not like lost sheep. And I thought that I'm okay. I thought I thought that I don't I, I I don't want to be found, and yet I feel alone and I feel not secured. So please, can you just you know? I know that you hear me, and I wanted to shout your name. I just wanted to say Jesus, Lord. There are a lot of things that are uncertain in me. I have a lot of giants in front of me at the back of me, behind me, and beside me. And I just really, really don't know how to overcome them. I guess, Lord, I have overcome some of them. And I'm not sure if they will come back. But Lord, I'm just tired of running away from you. I am just tired of doing this kind of life. I want to have a life that is victorious. I want to have a life that honors you. I want to have a life that aligns with your will, you know, Lord, because there might be instances that I think I'm right. And yet at the end of the day, actually, I'm not. So please forgive me, Lord, because I didn't know that. I'm so sorry, Lord. And I just want to ask forgiveness and I confess that I really don't know. I am just hiding. I am just living a double-sided life. And so, Lord, help me, Lord, to recognize I don't want to live a double-sided life anymore. I don't want to hide my, my belief in you. I want to be open and I want to live a life that no compromises anymore. I just want a life that I can say, proudly yes i am a child of god and i don't have to fear anymore lord forgive me for my pride and teach me how to be humble lord take away my pride within me i actually need jesus christ in my heart in my life so that i will be able to conquer life's battle every day every moment of the day help me Please, Lord, help me. And as I come to you, Lord, I know, Lord God, that you will never leave us, that you are our may waker, our way maker, our miracle worker, and you are our promise keeper. You are our God and you are sovereign. And so, Lord God, we wanted to come to you with a humble heart. Will you forgive us? May the Holy Spirit embrace us today and comfort us in times that we feel burdened, in times that we feel so depressed, uncertain of what's going to happen tomorrow. This we wanted to uplift in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. 
come into our hearts today and be with us. We want to accept you and we want to surrender our lives to you. We want you to become our Lord and our Savior, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow. Um, if you guys have prayed that prayer, I know it was really real. Like they're like, um, Rallin, thank you very much for your life. If you have prayed that prayer. Congratulations. You have had a new life with Christ. And yes. I'm telling you, now you have like like the Bible says, uh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now we have this relationship with God restored. So you could like communicate with him through prayer. And uh, like what we are doing here, you have to read your Bible. And if you really need help, all right. If you need help, maybe you're there in Malaysia or even the Philippines. Um, Rallin is gonna like uh, give her um, contacts uh, later there, and then you could also like ask her, especially for those of you young people who are um, girls like there, like maybe having that same situation with her and how he overcame that stuff. I really like to be honest with you guys. It was the first time that I really heard that story, and I was really blessed. This reason why I just turn off the camera there and still I say. Wow, this is the reason why we had this Kamusahan with Pedro. Because I don't want like this, this my story to be to be a broadcasted, but like the story of people who have overcome come, uh, overcame a different situations in life. But before we end this, um, I will be also encouraging those of you guys who are watching this right now, and maybe like Ralin and me, before you have this relationship with God, or like uh, David and. Uh, uh, but there were some battles that instead of conquering those battles, those battles conquered you. And it's going to be, it's like really hard for you right now. Um, I'm going to be praying for you and I'm going to be asking God to just heal you right now, to just restore the relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And I'm praying and I'm hoping that this is going to be the best time. I know you have, you, you could relate to Rallin's story there. Like uh, it doesn't really uh how we, we start our life. It's how we end it. And we must finish strong. I'm going to be praying for you. And for those of you who have been stronger or have been conquering battles and like David here, like Ralin David here, uh, having his life, her life be a blessing. I really like uh, congratulate you. But it doesn't end there. Like Ralin here, you have to share that uh, hope to the next generation, to the people around, to those, uh, everything, uh, who are uh, all the people who are facing battles. So I really encourage you to, to share your testimonies to others. And if you are willing, you could be a guest here at my live, and I could really like uh, give you time to share that. But yeah, we will be praying for you guys this very time, and let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this time, that indeed life's battle are really there. But we thank you that you said in your word that we are more than conquerors in yes. you. And as we as we have seen the life of David, as you have been with him through battles in his personal walk, in his families, or even in in the community and in the world, I pray for those people watching right now, Lord. Maybe battles or God up after battles has conquered their lives. First and uh, first things first, they have to come back to you because yeah. being uh, uh, having you in our battles, Sir God, you fighting our battles with us, Sir God, is really like uh, a battle of victory, a battle of of of, of conquering uh, uh, things that maybe occur or reoccur in our lives, mm -hmm. Sir God. I pray and I ask, Sir God, have mercy. Let your grace abound with these people who are struggling right now, maybe with with things that that like like what Alan said, resentment, unforgiveness, uh, with with stuff like um, asking questions and uh, 
already asking if you really are there for them. But I ask and I pray that you said in your word, Lord God, that you know us. And we said you said that you cast if we cast a burdens upon you, Lord God, Lord, we're gonna be laying all down for your your your. You will be there, Lord God, to help us, Lord God. I even pray for those people who are uh, have been winning battles after battles in their life. I thank you, Lord God, for their lives that have been a blessing, like what Riley said. Our leaders, our pastors, those people uh, who have been helping us, Lord God, also grow in our walk with you. I pray that you would also sustain them. And for those of us that uh, are like Raleigh here, I pray that they will continue to share the word that you said in because you said in your word that uh, we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. I pray and I ask that they would be would give them platforms, avenues to their social media, to their offices, to their schools, to their businesses, that they would share this word, their God. And I pray for Raleigh. Thank you for her life, Lord. Indeed, in such a time as this, you're using her voice, Lord God, for the next generation. You're using Amen. her voice, Lord God, for those um, married people, Lord God. And I even pray for, for his marriage, Lord God, his husband, Lord God. May you bless him and even his work, Lord God. Even rallying, Lord God, like you've given her ideas, Lord God, on, on, on what, what to do next, Lord God. And I, I pray, Lord God, that in this season of her life, Lord God, I believe that you will be the God who will make her, Lord God, to be productive, Lord God. And you said in your word, you have given us ability to produce wealth and you are the God who knows the plans you have for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us a hope yes, and a future. I declare it over her life right now. It's not an accident while we are tackling this and I, I, I ask and I pray that those battles that we have we will conquer it Lord Lord thank mm -hmm. you for her life may she be a light Lord God in this in this, in this dark uh, uh, world right now that we're living in Lord God Lord I pray that you would just use her life mightily Lord thank you for this time in Jesus name Amen. Amen. Rallin, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And I will give you a little bit more time to like, like invite them on your social media accounts and stuff like that. Where could they see you? And I know that <laughs> you guys like listening to this woman here. I was even me, I was like impacted by her life. I said, Wow, Rallin is really like yes. God has <laughs> yeah, been really doing great, great in her life. So Rallin, yeah, invite them on your social media accounts and then we will end. Yes, so guys, if you need any support or if you have any questions on where to start, um, I wanted to, you know, um, really deep, deepen my relationship with God or I wanted to start a relationship with God. Can you help me or what are the things I need to do? Um, do you have a time? Now I have eight hours of being full-time housewife. You can just drop me an email. My social media accounts for Facebook is Raleen David Morganroth. Just drop me a Facebook messenger and um, we can connect from there. For my social media, uh, for my Instagram, I'm having the Miss uh, Rat the Great, R-H-A-T-H-E-G-R-E-A-T. I also have other social media pages for my plants, which is called Plantita Rai. And I also have for my little panaderia here in Malaysia, it's called um, Baker Ride. So I have been posting some quotes um, of my life. It's an open book of how I um, respond to God every day. And um, yeah, if you need anything, if you need any prayer requests, or if you want to speak with me, if you want to have one-on-one -on -one Bible study with me, I can help you out with how to pray, how to read the Bible, and how to become the salt and light in your place, in your family, in your home, in your work, or in your workplace. All the best to you guys, and we'll see see you next time again. Thank you so much for having me here. Wow, that's really great. Like I was like seeing your baker rice stuff yeah, here. That's me. It's it's like like 
yeah, I, I wanted to to try also their food there. But anyway, guys, thank you very much. So please, please, I believe Rallin is uh is gonna be like um doing really great in her social media and stuff. Please follow her, follow all the pages that she mentioned, and maybe she could like put it also on the link after this video that we have. And uh, there you have it, guys. If you got uh, got value out of this, um, what we were uh, talking about, please share this video to your friends. And for those of you who will be watching this on rebroadcast, and those people who have shared this, so you really love you, and they wanted to let you guys hear the message of Rallin and the Word this very day. So thank you very much. This has been Pedro and Rallin, and join us, guys, as we.